0: Even if you're not much of a shopper, I bet you'll become one when you visit the local farmers and artisan markets in the scenic towns and villages of the sunny south of France. The markets are the heart of their communities, where local vendors and shoppers have been gathering once or twice a week for centuries. In her guide, Markets of Provence, Marjorie Williams recommends her favorites with tips for making it a day you'll long remember. Marjorie, welcome back to Travel with Rick Steves.
1: Thank you, Rick. It's my pleasure.
0: Now, you're well-experienced in traveling and writing throughout France, but this one really has a special passion. It is Provence. Why are Provence markets distinct from, say, what you'd find in Burgundy or Normandy or the Dordogne?
1: Well, part of what makes the Provence market so distinct, the landscape and the beauty of it, and also what it produces. It's one of the most productive areas in France, and so there's a tremendous amount of local produce that's grown there, and of course some of the best Rhone wines and other wines are from that area, so that the flavors and the landscape of Provence make making the rounds to the different markets a, a real joy.
0: You know, that is a very good point. It's the fertility and the variety and the voluptuousness of the local production that really does shape the market, doesn't it?
1: That's exactly right.
0: When you walk through a market in Provence, just to get us in the mood, what grabs your, uh, your attention as a person who loves to eat in France?
1: Well, the very first impression that I have is of just this sensory explosion. To enter a market in Provence, let me just try to paint the picture for you. First, you might see the bright reds of the cherries or the strawberries and the deep purples of the local eggplants and the bursts of yellow from the sunflowers coming from the local fields. So the tremendous variety of of colors. And then the smells that hit the nose. It might be the sweet smells of the soaps, the lavender soaps and the vanilla soaps, or the lavender itself. Of course, lavender is one of the most popular, most well-known products of Provence. And lavender items are throughout the markets. And then there's the smells, for example, of the roasted chicken or the flavor of even better of Mm. it. And the olives and the cheeses and... All of this with the surround of the sound of people talking, maybe the sound of church bells coming down or the cicadas making their their noises in the heat of the day. Mm. And so it's really, it's a feast for the senses.
0: And the community is out too, so you get a feeling like it's just a festival of togetherness.
1: These markets are very much part of the rhythms of the villages. Mm -hmm. They're very, very important to the social life, and you can see that in the relationships among the customers who are greeting their friends and their neighbors or between the customers and the sellers they're very well known to each other they see each other weekly and even among the vendors themselves i've I noticed that this last trip how much the vendors go to the markets not only to sell and to to earn a living but to see their friends who are the other vendors mm.
0: you know just having you explain that just it takes me back i I remember the, the little bundles of all the ingredients for ratatouille together in the market.
1: Oh, well, yes, you can find in quick succession, whether it's the eggplant, the olive oil, which we would use for the ratatouille, that's one of my favorite items to buy when I'm in Provence at the uh-huh. markets, and then you know, all of the different flavors, the herbs and the spices that yes. go in it as well. You see big burlap sacks filled with uh-huh. the different herbs of all different colors
0: Now people are sort of hell-bent on seeing lavender, but I get a sense that when you're there in the wrong season, they will have the required little bits of dried lavender just so you have that splash of color that you're hoping for, but uh, the season matters too, doesn't it? I mean, if you go at a different time, you'll have much more uh, color or lavender.
1: Lavender, if you want to see lavender, the best time to go is in the height of the summer. Conveniently, it peaks at the height of the tourist season, and depending on the elevation, either late June through July or into mid-August. But, you know, lavender is so well known as a product of Provence, but when you're there, it's a chance to discover so many other local products. And they are very seasonal. What's being offered in the markets in the summer, very different from what you'll find in the winter. But these Provençal markets tend to be year-round. They'll shrink considerably in the Mm wintertime, but they're open all year
0: round. This is Travel with Rick Steves. Marjorie R. Williams is our guide to the characteristic markets of small-town France right now in the south of France, Provence. She's written a guide to the markets of Provence. She's also written a guide to the markets of Paris. Her website is marjorierwilliams.com. Marjorie, in your book, you talk about the different kinds of markets. We've got traditional markets, farmer's markets where farmers sell directly, flea and antique markets. Describe a little bit about the, the variety that you might encounter.
1: Yes, there are many different types of markets in Provence. The most common type is what I call the traditional Provençal market. These are the outdoor markets. Their vendors set up their goods under the shade of trees or under umbrellas. And they take on the contours of the village or the town where they are. So they might flow along very narrow and twisted medieval streets. And then when they get to an open square the market spread out in those squares and then out the other end they'll continue along these narrow streets again and they just weave up and down the villages and they're, they're beautiful they're, it's often they're against this backdrop of perhaps these like gracious decorative buildings I'm thinking in Aix-en-Provence mm-hmm. for example with hmm. some beautiful buildings in the backdrop.
0: I was thinking the same thing Aix that beautiful square with the market and the, what yes. are those the plane trees that provide the shade yes. and, and there's a yeah. guy that looks just like uh, Jerry Garcia selling cheese there.
1: I think I've seen Do you remember him, that guy? as a matter of fact.
0: Jerry Garcia, the cheesemonger. I mean, there's so many <laughs> characters. And if you if you are a local, I'm sure you get to know the different personalities in the market. And as a traveler, that's our challenge is to see the fabric of the community showing itself in the markets.
1: One tip that I offer to people is... Look for lines when you're at a market, and that, that might go against our, our normal habits where we're looking for the shortest line, the least weight. But in Provence, a line usually indicates real quality goods and mm-hmm. as the locals recognize it. And so some of the best ways to see if some of the characters are, are to actually go to the market stands where the lines are the longest.
0: Yeah, and uh, we have to remember this is not just sightseeing for most people in the markets. They have small refrigerators they expect to go out and get fresh food and connect with their farmer friends and their merchants and uh, stock the shelves for the coming week. These markets are, do I understand, they're they're sort of one day a week and, and the same merchants will go from town to town and they'll work five or six days out of the week in five or six different towns?
1: Yes, that's right. If you go to different markets within the same close vicinity of each other, you're very likely to see some of the similar vendors showing up. But if you travel a little farther distance, of course, Provence changes one region to another, and the landscape and the flavors and the local specialties and also in terms of the market vendors... So it's. I encourage people to explore different parts of Provence when they're there to see a real variety.
0: You organize your book in terms of days, markets on Mondays, markets on Tuesdays, and so on. Are some days better than others, and are there some markets that are worth actually building your schedule around, or should you just, if it's Thursday, go to whatever's closest nearby?
1: I think every day offers excellent opportunities for markets in Provence. Unlike in Paris, for example, where Monday is, is sort of dead as a market day. But in Provence, every day of the week has some very vital markets going on. And I think it depends on one's interest. But if, if one's interested, for example, in flea and antique items, mm-hmm. then it's worth building your itinerary around being in the in the town of lille sur la on Sunday. And Sunday morning, there's a, a food market there. And then there are the brocante dealers, which are the, the flea market dealers. And then there's a whole set of antique shops, permanent shops, that are tucked away down some alleyways and in some old abandoned mill buildings. So there's so much to see and do in this town of lille sur la Sorgue.
0: I will echo that sentiment, by the way, because Isle sur la Sorgue is, I think it's my favorite home base for uh, exploring that part of, of Provence. And it's good to hear that that has a destination sort of uh, flea market then.
1: And it's really important to get the timing right. It's easy to be in the right place in the wrong time. Mm -hmm. And I've made that mistake several times. In fact, the first time that I went to Lille sur la Sourgue, I'd heard about it as a very good market. I was eager to go, and I showed up, and it was not a Sunday. Mm. And I was left with the impression of, well, what's all the fuss about? And I had to go back. I went back a second time. I went back on a Sunday, and I did indeed see the food markets Mm. and the uh, brocante dealers, but I entirely missed these villages of antique shops that are tucked away in unexpected places. So it wasn't until the third time I got it right.
0: This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking with Marjorie R. Williams. Her book is Markets of Provence. Our phone number is 877-333-7425, and Olga's calling from Vancouver, Washington. Hi, Olga. Thanks for your call.
1: Hi, Rick. Hi, Marjorie. I have a question about traditional markets between Arles and Marseille. Can you tell me, are there any special markets that just should not be missed in that area? Between Arles and Marseille, the Aix-en-Provence market is a wonderful market. The Aix-en-Provence market takes place a couple of different days during the week. I think the best days tend to be Thursdays and Saturdays. And you can see a range of items there, and it's a beautiful, beautiful town. And Aix-en-Provence, if you're unfamiliar with it, it has some local specialties, such as the calisson decks, which are little diamond-shaped cookies, which are very, very unique to Aix-en-Provence.
0: Marjorie, could I suggest that Olga consider the fact that probably the most characteristic and fun little village markets are a little bit to the north and east of Arles rather than going south to Marseille, and she would just side-trip from Arles and do the markets where they're best and then hit the freeway and zip straight to Marseille.
1: I think that's a great suggestion, Rick, and I agree with you. I think that the highest density of really interesting markets are in that region that Rick just described, which is sort of the Luberon area mm-hmm. the area that's more interior provence rather than the coast on the coast it gets to be a, just a different culture and a different character to the markets
0: and also instead of leaving arles at 8 in the morning leave arles at 11 in the morning and remember they've got the beautiful morning market in arles as a matter of fact patrick mm. from indian town florida just emailed us Patrick writes, my favorite market day in Provence was in Arles. Just seeing the produce was amazing. We didn't have a kitchen that day. We bought little souvenirs and uh, took lots of photos. It was a wonderful day in Provence. That's the Arles market.
1: I completely agree with Patrick on that. And in fact, he makes a really good point, which is you don't have to have a kitchen to enjoy Mm. going to the markets. There's plenty of food that you can eat right there or pick up and have a picnic and just the fun of being there. So don't Cross it off your list, even if you don't have a kitchen.
0: And remember, think of the uh, North African influence as a plus there in the markets, especially in Arles L. That—that's one place where I was really struck by the wonderful flavor and exotic sort of dimension brought in by all of the um, immigrants from uh, North Africa that work and live in that part of France. Mm-hmm.
1: The Arles market, by the way, is the largest market in Provence. It just goes on and on and on.
0: And by the way, just from a general travel point of view, Arles, this is A-R-L-E-S, there's a lot of big towns that are famous for tourists, Avignon, en provence Arles, Nîmes, and so on. For me, my personal choice would be Arles to make the big town Provence headquarters. And there's so much to see and do in Arles that is community feeling. And, and also within an hour drive of there, you've got a number of gorgeous little villages where you could uh, side trip and see those markets.
1: I would just add to that that the cities are well-known, such as Arles, aix and avignon but some of my very favorite markets are the small village markets. Mm-hmm. The character's a little different. It's more intimate. And the variety, while not, not as many choices, the quality is still very good, and they are just some absolutely idyllic spots in these little villages.
0: This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking with Marjorie R. Williams. Her book is Markets of Provence, Marjorie, I love this idea of going to the villages to have that sort of time-warp, wonderful, intimate village, fabric of community experience. When you go into a market, what time do you want to go? What are some tips about etiquette? You know, can you use uh, credit cards? What what are some basic nitty-gritty practical details?
1: Yeah, some of these details make a big difference, such as it's important to get there early to these markets and it's for two reasons. One, the selection is going to be better but even more practically it's easier for parking and parking at the popular markets and even in the smaller villages in the height of the season can become very difficult. So I strongly recommend getting there early. Go to the markets first as part of your itinerary Mm -hmm. and then do sightseeing and go to the more permanent shops afterwards. And it is very useful to take cash. Some vendors take credit card but Not that many, so you're much better Mm -hmm. off taking cash.
0: Are the prices fixed? Is there any bargaining at all?
1: I don't recommend that at the food markets. Sometimes as the day wears on, if the vendor's looking to just unload some food at Mm -hmm. the end of the market time, the prices will come down. But generally, the prices are as they're written Mm -hmm. on the little boards in the food markets. However, in the flea markets and antique markets, yes, there is a little bit of room for bargaining. My advice there is... There's some room, but not a lot of room. So it's not like Mm. shopping for a rug in Istanbul. (laughs) And you don't want to be overly aggressive. Keep in mind, the culture there really puts a value on people who are very courteous and respectful of each other. So any negotiation needs to proceed that way.
0: And there is that politeness that is so French and so endearing about France. And, of course, when you go into a shop, you want to say bonjour, au revoir, merci, and so on. Is that the same for stalls?
1: Oh, yes, it, it absolutely is. Just a few of those verbal courtesies make a big difference. And just trying to speak, even if if all you can say is bonjour and au revoir, just trying to do that Mm. will open up all kinds of friendliness.
0: Marjorie, you've talked about the traditional markets. and Is there a difference between a traditional market and a farmer's market in the sense that in a farmer's market you're buying directly from the farmers and traditional market you'd have uh, merchants that get their goods from different sources?
1: Yes, that's right. So at the farmer's markets, it's only the actual farmers or growers who are allowed to sell at those markets. Mm. And they tend to be simpler markets. They don't have the flourishes with the displays as the traditional Provençal markets do. There's some really wonderful sellers. I'm thinking of Mm. farmer's market, the woman who grows about 60 different kinds of basil or a mushroom grower I met At a farmer's market who cultivates his mushrooms in an abandoned railway tunnel and they're so delicious and exotic and bizarre you really can't go far wrong at any of these markets with Mm -hmm. any of the vendors
0: in your book marjorie you talk about evening markets with animation what do you mean by that
1: well that's a term that they tend to use when in terms of referring to markets that have some sort of a special attraction So, for example, I just happened upon this by chance in the little village of Lormorin. I saw a crowd of people walking toward an agricultural loading dock, and it turns out that there was an evening market going on there, and one of the best chefs from the town was doing a cooking Mm. demonstration at the market, and he was cooking duck in a cherry sauce using the very, very local cherries. And uh, as he finished the crowd erupted in roars of bravo (laughs) and the chef passed around samples of what he was making and these are primarily the locals who attend the evening markets it's after work it's a chance to just relax and be with their friends and enjoy some foods and you know in provence going to the markets for the locals is not only about shopping and getting their provisions for the week ahead but it really is about about seeing their friends and seeing their neighbors Mm -hmm. They, they use the expression fait le marché," which means to make the market rather than to shop at the market. And I think that's an interesting
0: distinction. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We've been talking with Marjorie R. Williams. Her book is Markets of Provence. And uh, Marjorie, let's just finish with dessert. I mean, Provence has so many wonderful edible slices of its culture. Um, wrap up our conversation with just a, an example of a traditional sweet that you would enjoy as part of your market experience.
1: hmm One sweet that you can find throughout Provence is nougat, the nougat candy. Initially, I didn't even want to try it. I thought I knew what nougat was. But tasting the nougat in Provence is an entirely different experience. It's made primarily from the local almonds and using the local honey with the lavender scent in it. And it's sort of chewy and light and utterly delicious. Another of my favorite desserts is some of the local goat cheese and dribbling just a little bit of honey on top and that makes for a delicious dessert
0: Mm. Marjorie R. Williams thank you so much and uh, congratulations on a beautiful book The Markets of Provence
1: thank you each year Rick Steves tour guides take thousands of free-spirited travelers on escorted tours through Europe one small group at a time this year you can choose from more than 40 different vacations in Europe's best destinations from Ireland to Greece and practically everywhere in between. Begin your next trip at ricksteves.com.